0: This is episode 127 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, our topic is how to build your audience online. And we've got quite the expert with us today. We're talking with Carrie Green of the Female Entrepreneur Association. And we're specifically talking about her massive growth on Facebook and how she's using that to build her audience of amazing entrepreneurial women. I think you're gonna love this episode. So let's dive in. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is do you have to copy what your guru says? In order to have a successful launch, do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends, who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all, and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. So, as I said, we're talking about audience building today. Because I, you know, I was peeking at all of your your social, and you know, I'm. Sh- there's obviously even more inside um, the members club, and I, I was, I was stunned. I had no idea that your Facebook page had grown so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been you know, semi e-stalking you over on YouTube because I love the vlogs (laughs) and I think you may have even tried like, I feel like I saw you on Snapchat maybe or something like that that possible. You were doing that too. Um, and just different places, you know, obviously on Instagram. And, um, so obviously you've tried, you've been doing lots of different things and I thought it would be great to, you know, ask you some questions about, you know, Cause I'm sure that they're part of the process was figuring out what works mm-hmm. and what's not working. So, yes. and what's worth your time, what's not, um, really when it comes down to it, cause you've got a lot on your plate. So, so thank you, Carrie. I didn't even say <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Carrie, <laughs> for coming today. So we can chat about this. Uh, I'm so
1: excited. I love talking about this stuff. I feel like this is kind of so at the heart and soul of building any business, like growing your audience. So I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I am too. And I guess first thing I would ask is, you know, like, what's your basic stance? You know, if you have one on like in your basic kind of philosophy, I guess, on building your audience on how you want to reach people, you know, if it's something that you want to, if you intentionally think about it, or if you just want it to be more organic, or um, what's your kind of take on building your audience?
1: Well, right from the offset of building the Female Entrepreneur Association, I have been focused on building my audience. Um, I knew right back at the beginning, if I can figure a way to build an audience of people who resonate with what I'm creating and doing, um, then I know I can make this successful. And I remember at the time, that's all I was focused on. Literally, how can I grow my audience? How and it wasn't just how can I grow my audience? It was also how can I grow and serve my audience and mm-hmm. like wow them and get them to fall in love with FEA. And um, I remember at the beginning, I wasn't, that's all I was focused on. So I wasn't making any money. And people were saying, you, you know, you're you crazy. Like you are not financially savvy and going on at me. And I thought, you just wait and see what I create. <laughs> and I had there was playing the long game because I knew that if I could build an audience, that's how I could create so much success. So it's definitely been part of the game plan from day one. And, um, like you just said, I have tried lots of different things. Yeah. Um, but if there's one thing that I feel like has, um, has been core to my marketing strategy is that despite, you know, playing around with lots of different marketing, uh, or traffic resources, I feel like I have tried to keep things simple by focusing it on one main focus, which for me has been Facebook. And I think in doing that and deciding what my number one platform, um, was, um, that's enabled me to have a breakthrough on Facebook. And I think as a consequence, that's enabled me to grow other platforms and also just drive so much traffic to my website and build my email list. So I think that has been really instrumental in the growth of FEA.
0: Yeah, I I would have to say, you know, and I'm remembering our previous conversation, and I made an easy link for people if they want to go and listen to that. It's ansomwellof.com forward slash 43. So it was the 43rd episode. And, but I remember you talking about, um, you know, gathering just stories, letting people tell their stories to you, and then you sharing those stories. And I think that I love that you said that you're like, you just want people to fall in love with a female, you know, with a female Mm -hmm. entrepreneur association. I'm curious, do you feel like it was easier for you to, um, something kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh, personal brand versus like this separate entity. Like you want people to fall in love. (laughs) It's easy to kind of, you know, almost not, not sell, but share someone else's thing so in a way you were, you were kind of creating this entity that you were like, this is what this can be. We can do this together. We're, you know, you know, we can kind of be together. So it was more than just saying, Hey, follow me, Carrie. It's like, Hey, yeah. you know,
1: <laughs> I know. Cause I hide behind it all. I feel like, I suppose if it was a personal brand, like it was Carrie green, the brand was Carrie green. I'm not entirely sure I could ever ha- get those words to come out of my mouth, like talking about getting someone, someone to fall in love with. Carrie, brand Carrie Green. Like, yeah. I think for me, um, I, I do all sorts of weird stuff to help me to grow my business and to move past blocks. And one of the things that's really helped me um, is thinking of the Female Entrepreneur Association as uh, as some, as, a, as a being. Mm-hmm. And she's like my friend. We're like partners in this whole exploration. And I feel like that helps me to stand back and get perspective on it. And it also helps me to think, I'm getting people to fall in love with her. I'm, getting, I'm bringing us together and we're all crowding around her. People aren't crowding around me. They're crowding around her. And in my head, psychologically, that really helps me. Um, no, you know, I, think,
0: never- I mean, I think it's a really smart move, too, because you can make better decisions in your business in general. Like, does FEA need this? Does FBA need a little bit more attention? Are we giving her enough of this? You know, it's it's harder to kind of put that spotlight on ourselves in a sense. And I think that's why so many people who have, um, you know, myself included, I've only in the past year started talking about kind of like fearless launching as like, what does fearless launching need? What does the business need? And separating it from myself, because it, it is very uncomfortable to, you know, be singing your own praises, like love me, accept me, join me. So, (laughs) um, so I love what you said about Facebook and really focusing there. And I first as like, kind of like your main platform, um, what do you feel like you were doing? Um, how did, how did you focus? Like what were some of the things that you did to say, this is my main hangout. (laughs) This is where I'm going to be.
1: I think for me, the biggest distinction was that I gave it my the most amount of, of attention. That's where my focus went. And it was kind of just being consistent with it, posting out every single day, multiple times a day, um, creating, you know, thinking, what can I create on this platform and share that people will like? And, you know, it's the same for everyone at the beginning. No one's watching, no one's paying attention, no one's liking and commenting. Yeah. Um, so it takes a while to build that momentum. But I was just consistent and I was determined to figure out how can I become an expert at this? How can I really make this work? How can I have a breakthrough on this platform? And I feel like that really did help me because I think if I'd have hopped around on like all the other different platforms I don't think I would have had the breakthrough maybe maybe I would have at some point but I don't think it would have happened as fast as maybe it has um and I think because I was focusing on Facebook I was exploring I was growing I was learning and then I stumbled on Facebook ads and I was like wow this just blew my mind that I could reach so many more people so easily and and really quite frankly so cheaply um so uh, yeah I just feel like that Oh yeah, like I said already, it's just was a huge um,
0: part of the breakthrough that I had in terms of growth. Do you think that it helps that? um, And I feel like, you know, the members club is has such a thriving group. Um, I feel like it's very active. Do you feel like that? I mean, I feel like maybe I'm just answering my own question. I mean, it obviously drove the success of the members club as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they kind of feed on each other, I would feel like. I would, I would yeah, guess. Yeah, definitely. With the the size of the Facebook,
1: um, my Facebook pages it is now, it definitely helps with um, w- when I'm doing any kind of promotion, whether it's for the members club or, or like, for example, now with, my, with everything going on with the book at the moment, um, it's incredible. And I think that's the power of having an audience and having not just you know, not just a big audience, but an audience that cares. Um, and that comes from serving your audience going above and beyond to delight them um but yeah when you have that and you have that tribe of people that really are interested in what you've created it yeah it's it's oh, I don't yeah. I w- don't want to use this word because it sounds like an awful thing to say but it's kind of like a gold mine. Yeah. like just quite frankly, like f- forget the connotations associated with that. Cause I don't mean it in an awful way, but it's, it, it is like if, if you're creating stuff, that's a value that's going to serve your audience. Like they want to listen. Um, so it's just so unbelievably powerful to have that it really has helped with, yeah, like, like you said, the growth of the members club.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious then, would you say that part of the strategy and I'm just thinking specifics here? I'm like, huh. So did you, when you mentioned Facebook ads, do you feel like you ran ads to to get people to kind of notice the page kind of, you know, or engagement. There's different, obviously there's different Facebook ad types that you could even try, like just even focused on who's already there. Um, like even just boosting posts posts. And I know there there's back and forth on that, but I do have <laughs> someone who told me that it, it's okay once in a while to try that. Um, but you know, just boosting a post on your page, just to the people who are already following that page, making sure that they see it, even though Facebook has changed, you know, how they're, they're operating. Um, Do you, did you use like an, any kind of ads to kind of help grow that or...
1: Yeah, for a long
0: time. And in fact, recently, I started
1: doing it again. I had ads running to get people to like the page. And quite all I did really simply was I created an inspirational quote. And I said, this is a little place on Facebook. Uh, What did I say? There's a little place on Facebook to find inspiration to build a successful business or something like that. It was a really short one liner. And um, it worked so well. It got me it, the fan but and obviously, because I'm targeting specific people, it's not like yes. I'm targeting people all over the world. It's yeah. specific people. Yes. Um. So that really helped to grow the page, um, a lot. And then, yeah, I mean, I've definitely. Boosted posts. I mean, sometimes you just got to boost posts to get you them just, out there to get it exposed faster. Seriously, and they've
0: changed it now as well. So yeah, I mean, I actually think boosting posts isn't a bad thing if you're actually being in, like very conscious of what you're targeting. You just don't boost it without any kind of okay, maybe I should, you know, because ch- ch- now I, I mean, I'm sure you have the same thing where you have defined audiences and groups of different types of people that you could potentially target. And if let's say it's a post on a mindset post, you know, that maybe you have like that one group of people that might be interested in that. Um, so I love, I love that you, that you did that. And then I would ask also, and I'm just, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm not, I'm not diving in too deep, but did you, have you done any Facebook lives on your Facebook page? Do you feel like you've done any of that?
1: Uh, Well, yeah, so I remember when it... Well, the first time I used it was... April 2016 I remember I was at social media marketing world so I thought well bloody hell everyone's talking about this I best do it so I remember jumping on and doing it and there was like 600 plus people live and I was like whoa this is crazy and then quickly realized that that did not stay consistent and obviously (laughs) as Facebook live became more popular people weren't paying attention anymore I do think Facebook lives are really powerful I think any medium where people can see and hear you it's just so powerful because people get to really know who you are Um, and obviously it's sometimes it takes practice. Like when I first started doing videos, I was awful. Um, but, um, for me, uh, I'm really rubbish at being consistent with Facebook live. Um, just cause I feel like, you know, you got to put your makeup on, you need to have like a good background. Yeah. And so I feel like, um, and also like, I, I, you know, some people were like, you need to get into the habit of doing Facebook lives every week because it's really good. And I was like, okay, yes, I must do this. So then I was like, right, I'll plan out what I'm going to say in my Facebook lives. And then they were so planned out. I was like, I sound like a robot right now. It wasn't intuitive. It just felt really stiff.
0: So yeah. I find
1: I find sometimes I'll jump on and I'll have like a moment where I'm, I want to say something and it'll flow really well. I've jumped on Facebook lives. Other times when I'm like, this is awful, get me off now. And I've <laughs> hated every second of it. Um, so I kind of, it's just hit and miss. But um, yeah. it, it is such a powerful tool, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, I find that Facebook Live, it works really well inside like a course group because you've got like a real specific focus, you know, maybe there's training that week or whatever. Um, but, you know, the the hard part of Facebook Live for me is that, you know, I obviously want to go on more if I'm launching, but... I feel like you have to have been a little bit consistent in order to do that and still get the right, the uh, like, good number of people on. And it, like you said, otherwise, if you have it too planned out, if it's too long, sometimes people want to stay on a long time. So there's too many variables that I'm still kind of figuring out there. Um, yeah, <laughs> for myself, <laughs> for myself and the platform. So, um, do you think that there's anything? Um, you know, what types of things are, were you, were you doing like as far as posting on the Facebook page? And I'm just curious, like besides quotes, cause I, I really, I think I've definitely noticed your quotes because they aren't, they aren't like what I would call the obnoxious quotes that I've, no. that I've seen, like there are ones that I'm like, Oh, like I, yeah. I, you, I genuinely love to see any of like the little graphics that you have. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. they're on Instagram and whatever, but are there any other things that you felt like you put up there, you know, like blog posts, other like native videos, things that were, you know, that are, I don't know, mm-hmm. that are special to that platform. So
1: I remember after a couple of years of you know re- building the fan page, I, I you know, realized quickly how overwhelming it can be to keep on top of social media because at the end of the day, we're entrepreneurs, we're building our businesses. And while social media is a big part of that, it can sometimes take over. So I ended up bringing on board um, the lovely Michelle Rohr to help me create my graphics. So now she Um, designs the basically the all of the quotes and the images you see going out and then we also use a platform called meet edgar um and it's a bit it's a bit pricey but it's i find it really helpful because you can create categories of content so for example for us we have like inspirational quotes we have the tip of the day we have affirmations um questions we ask people um challenges to set people like you know challenge yourself to do this kind of thing and then there's the blog posts that go out um, and like the content that we create, so the videos, the podcasts. Um, and so I feel like with using Edgar, it helps us to keep the content categorized. And so we have a variety of different things going out. So yes, there are some inspirational quotes, but there are also, you know, other posts going out as well. Um, and Michelle helps, she manages all of that side of things and gets the content out there and, i think the key is to just kind of simplify it so you know what categories of content that you want to put out there so Mm -hmm. that you can you know manage it rather than it being on a day-to-day basis and thinking, "Oh crap what am i going to put out today because that just gets so exhausting
0: yeah i I feel like meet edgar really helped do that to help to kind of like solidify that idea of different categories in my head um But I, and I also find it's, it it is definitely really worth it as, as a tool and it helps you stay consistent. So even though Michelle's obviously creating other things for you, it's just building your library and it keeps you consistent. So if something happens on any given day or week, you know, you'll know that stuff is still going out.
1: Yeah, exactly. I love it for that reason.
0: Yeah. So I, I love all of this conversation about Facebook and what I would love to ask is, um, how you decided to then like, what made you decide then to do more? Like, cause you were already doing video on your blog. Mm-hmm. You were already doing that, but I definitely feel like in the last, I don't even know sometime last year you started your vlog, right? Was it last year? Yes. Um, yeah. so, so what I, I really was very curious about this just because I love vlogs and I, mm-hmm. and I find them like my husband watches motorcycle vlogs. No joke he, he watches some some guys you know doing the same thing that any other like beauty, business, whatever personal development vlogs, whatever you want what, to what in whatever area you're interested in, and I do think people love them so how is that just starting that that process
1: well i'd been to social media marketing world last year and they talked so much about the power of video and how video is just going to become more and more and more popular, which obviously we all really know. And um, my husband, Kellen, actually, he's really into vlogs too. He watches all like the, the manly vlogs, and uh, the racing vlogs and all that stuff. So he was into it. And while we we're in San Diego, he was um, talking to me about it and, you know, talking about vlogs. And I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole and I started to look into the vlogging world. And what I noticed was that people who vlog, consistently they have such strong and engaged audiences because the people really get to know them and one of the things i noticed was that it translated across all their platforms so even if they posted something out on their facebook fan page they had so much engagement because people were so in, so engage with with them as a person and i realized that with building the female entrepreneur association you know a lot of the time i do hide behind it which in some ways obviously like we talked about it, it's good but in some <laughs> ways it's really bad because then people don't buy into it as much necessarily because unless you can really get the personality through um so I noticed that, for example, people had fan pages where they had significantly less fans, but they would post out and they would have significantly more engagement than me. And I was like, hang on a second here, I'm missing something. And so I really think it's that personal touch that it because those people, their fans resonate and relate and, and are so engaged with them. So I thought, you know what, if I create behind the scenes videos and do vlogs, people will get to know me more and, um, maybe it will help me to create more engagement with my audience. Now I, they're really on the down low. I don't really put them out there that much. Um, <laughs> I started them last May and I thought, right, I'm going to give myself 30 day challenge to do it. And it was really interesting when I did it, my subscribers on YouTube shot up, the views obviously shot up and so many people were like, Oh my goodness, I love your blog. You know, well, I say <laughs> so many people, but people like typically in the members club, cause you're like, like what, what is
0: happening? (laughs) (laughs)
1: and so but then I fell off the bandwagon with it and think life as life gets in the way but this year it's been like a really big goal so I've I started doing them again and again it's so interesting like the comments that I get on the vlog are so different to the comments I get on like videos that are more uh you know here's some tips for you Mm -hmm. and people are like oh my god I love this you're so relatable or you know because they well I really do show it all like I don't sugarcoat my you know, building the female entrepreneur association. I never have, even in Mm -hmm. throughout the years of sharing stuff, I've always been completely honest and transparent with everything. And I think people like that because like someone commented recently saying you made me realize that you can just be completely normal and build a really successful business. <laughs> um, Which is what I really want to yeah. share. Like you don't have to have it all together. You can be, you know, crazy, chaotic and an, an organized mess and you can still build a wildly successful business. So yeah, I, think I, that-
0: I agree. And you know what? I, I loved, wa- I love watching those. Um, I've struggled with them. Like, gosh, you know, somebody actually, uh, I want to say it's definitely been at least two years since I saw this message come into me. And somebody was like, I'd love it. it. Like, it was from a survey. I'd love it if I could see a documentary of, of you working on launches. And I'm like, what is that going to look like? I'm going to be sitting at my computer, um, with like, a rat, my robe or whatever yeah. on still and, or just like my hair a mess and all this stuff and me clicking on keys and maybe once mm-hmm. in a while getting on the phone or Skype or something. And, and I'm like, how is that going to be interesting? But mm-hmm. I know I'm interested in that. I'm interested in seeing that. And I watch different types of, um, like I said, I watch lots of beauty vloggers do that where they, they are normally super made up in their videos. And then on the vlogs, they're not. They're just like, you know, no makeup, you know, if they've got a pimple, they've got a pimple, you know, all it's that just, kind of stuff. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm curious, just, this is from my point of view, like too, like, is it an easy process for you? Do you have like, are you using your iPhone or you using like a vlog like, um, a power shot or something like that, a super easy setup for you t- so that it, it's easy because that's what I want to know. How do you make it yeah,
1: easy? <laughs> I do actually, because, um, Callan, we got married last year and he blessed him as a wedding present, bought me a camera to vlog with. And, um, I found myself not wanting to vlog with it because it felt like when I was day to day. I have my phone on me all the time, but I didn't carry my camera on me all the time. And also if I was out in public and carrying, you know, having a pink camera in my face, people could see I was actually doing something. Whereas <laughs> on my phone, I could just pretend that I was like on FaceTime to someone. <laughs> exactly. so, I feel, so I feel like for me, I've kept it really simple. I just do it on my phone. The audio is not perfect. The quality is not perfect. Um, but you know, what? I just, I don't have, it's, it, it's just a bit of fun. It, it, and it, I'm not trying to be all, all professional. So, I just thought, you know, I'm going to get going with it like this. And it's literally raw. Like the, the morning I was dropping the airport and it looked like death warmed up. I had like no makeup on. My hair was stuck on top of my head. Then last <laughs> night in the vlog I had was filming finishing last night, I was sat on my bed um, doing something. I mean, I, you know, most of the time I'm just like I've been dragged through a bush backwards because I feel like I'm running <laughs> all over the place being chaotic. And sometimes the vlogs are really boring and I'm literally sat there at my desk all day. And then I'm like, oops, I forgot to vlog. Like this is an update. Sometimes I put things out there and I say stuff and then I'm like, should I even really put this out there? Yeah. And then I think, you know, well starting it. Like doesn't matter. Like this is the truth. Like, um, you know, it's the silly things. So like for example, my mum, she we have these inspirational wall prints that we put out sometimes and she does all the letterpress for them. And so I was filming her doing that and I thought, should I really put this out there? Like it's my mum doing the letterpress, but you know, so what? Like the truth. So why would I not put it out there? So (laughs) that's um, what a vlog is. It's liberating. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's, um, it's kind of like therapy. It's like, uh, journaling, but you know, you're saying it out loud and I I find it really fun, but I feel like you do have to get into a routine with it. And then when I get out of the routine, I, it's hard to get back into it again. Okay, Um, So
0: you're still, you're still in the process of kind of fully feeling comfortable with it. And you're not, did you say you're sharing it or not? You're just kind of like kind of sharing it. I feel like I just saw, maybe, maybe it's just because I'm on YouTube a lot that I saw that (laughs) you have like, you've got the, the copy of the book or something. Was that the last one that I... Yes, the first copy on the book that was from, I put that out on
1: Tuesday, I think. Yeah, yesterday. I think I went out yesterday. The first copies of the book. Yeah. Um, I I published them all on my YouTube channel. And there is a playlist. And then I sometimes share them in my Facebook group for the members club. And every now and again, put them in like an email being like, I mentioned this in my vlog. (laughs) But it's, it's actually I shared it for the first time. That, uh, l- last night on my facebook page um but yeah it's um <laughs> i was just kind of like having fun i feel like being an entrepreneur is one big experiment and this is just a fun experiment i'm not trying for it to be anything or for it to go anywhere in particular i other than like to help me to create more engagement and just share the journey um in the hope of maybe inspiring or you know firing someone
0: else up so i love it i love it um Well, I I love seeing you do it. I hope you keep doing it because I I really do enjoy it. And I think it like even if you ended up moving to weekly vlogs that kind of just kind of like encapsulated your whole week, you know, like if that were easy for you in the future, you know, but I love seeing them every single day. I love them. (laughs) Well, Um, thanks. So then my kind of question about like channels that you choose, platforms you choose. And I know we're like, I could literally talk to you about this all day long, just because I think it's kind of an interesting topic and people do struggle with where to focus first. And my question for you really is kind of a weird one, I guess. It's like, do you find that the places where things seem to be working the most, you know, are where you're actually enjoying it? Or do you feel like it's stuff that you actually have to kind of work at? Do you know what I mean? Like the vlog, the vlogging is kind of like one of those not happy accidents, but it kind of is like, oh yeah, this has a different type of engagement. That's really cool. Um, or do you find that, does that make sense what I'm saying? I'm, like, wondering if, like, the best channels that turn out to be the ones people are actually tuning into of you, are they coinciding with what actually you love? Um, well, I
1: feel like at some point it all becomes a bit um, boring and challenging. <laughs> I feel like the novelty wears off eventually with everything. Um, I don't know. I feel like um, – uh, I, so for example, I often feel like I look at Instagram and I always think, I just want more, I want more, more, I want to grow my Instagram channel. I really want to get more followers on there. And, um, that's just completely just egotistical. It's just for the ego. Whereas I know if I focus on Pinterest, that's going to get me way more results. Cause I did a website, I had a website audit done and I knew that the traffic from Pinterest converts at a much higher rate than traffic from Instagram, mm-hmm. um, And so, but this it's a vanity thing because I know on Pinterest, well, you don't really have followers. You just put, it's just a search engine, really. Yeah. Uh, So I feel like sometimes I battle with myself in that sense because I think sometimes we look at the numbers and we think, oh, I just want this many followers or this many followers. And it just becomes a bit materialistic rather than you actually thinking, how is this impacting my business? How am I going to use this as a tool for for growth? And I think um, it's important to stay grounded in the bigger, longer term, picture and the growth because sometimes the that helps you to stay focused on say one platform that maybe isn't as sexy as another platform but you know it's going to create more growth for you in the long run (laughs) and it's hard to do because I mean everyone gets shy object syndrome. You know, we all do. I still try and think, Oh, i just really want to, I, I always think
0: I want to grow my Instagram following. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I think that is such that a good point. Good, huh? It's such a good point, Carrie, because, you know, I want to believe, you know, like, let's say if I'm even thinking just about like another part of my business, my team or something, I'm thinking I want people to work on the things that they're best at or that they love. But, That's not always like when you're, when you're doing, when you think, and then I want people to kind of have that same feeling when they're doing things in their business. I don't want you to just pursue like Facebook or a Pinterest because it is, well, there, there is always that balance between is this for my ego or is this for my business? And I think when you choose the, ch- the best in quotes channels to get, get your message out or whatever you're trying to share with the world, it has to not be about you. Yep. And no matter what, like, so again, I'm the same way when it comes to Instagram. I'm like, Oh, I want more people to follow, <laughs> but why? Yeah. For what reason? Why do I, to make, to to make you feel like your pictures are pretty (laughs) or whatever. So, um, anyway, so I think that that is hugely important. Um, I had one more question and one more thing to kind of say to ask you about just all the things that you, like you said, it's, it's definitely experimentation. It's testing different things. It's getting your website evaluated to see what's actually converting, you know, what, which, which, which places are bringing you the most traffic and then actually turning into either subscribers or customers or whatever. But, you know, all of this, you know, I'm curious how do you feel like all of the work you've really done on on your Facebook page, especially, do you feel like, you know, because I don't know the process and I'm not, this is not a conversation we have to go like really deep into, but I don't know how you got public, like how, how Hay House is your publisher. How is that? Oh, uh, well. You know, do um, you feel like this helped that?
1: uh i mean i suppose so but the reason i got published with hay house is because a i put it on my dream board i put everything on my dream board to make it happen and b i hay house are a great publishing house because they host a lot of events so they're different to a lot of publishing houses out there. And so I knew, you know, business is about people. It's about connecting. It's about relationships. And so I knew that I needed to start going along to their events and getting to know the people that worked at Hay House. And I remember this one time Gabrielle Bernstein was in London speaking. So I went along to the event and I bought her book and I lined up to get my book signed by her. And then when I got to the front, I was like, Gabby, would I be able to interview you? And she was, what's she going to say? No, as if. So she was like, sure, let me put you in touch with." um, you know, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Jessica at the time, Jessica, who was worked with me at Hay House. So then I started emailing her and get to know her and then did the interview with Gabby. And then I'm like, is there anyone else I can support? And then I was connected with, um, Ruth at Hay House. And then she, you know, would, I would often email her to say, can I do anything to help you? You know, them getting to know me and building a relationship with them and going along to their events. And then that eventually led to, hey house emailing me in 2015 saying um, it was amy the commissioning editor of hey house uk saying ruth told me about you and i've been following you for about six months and love what you're creating would you be interested in doing a book so it was it was really intentional um the way i'd gone about it like i'd put myself in their view so you know it wasn't an accident that they came to me They didn't spot me one day out of the blue and think oh her like we want her to do a book. Yes. Like, that yeah. wasn't it. And I think that's, um, the importance of connections. Um, but yeah, I do think obviously having my audience and they could, you know, them seeing what I was putting out there and seeing everything
0: grow probably had a lot to do with, with, with it as well. Um, yeah. but I, I mean, this I would, why. I mean, I would say, I would say that maybe it wasn't like, Oh, look at, look at her numbers. It was, Oh, wow. Look at all these people, how they're interacting, how they're, they're showing up and looking like what she's, what she's basically serving out to her audience and how they're reacting and how they're interacting. You know, yeah. I'm sure that that, that's, you know, that that's actually really interesting that you, I, I mean, of course you, you were so intentional about it. That does not surprise me. Um, but, and that's, that's so awesome. I love that story so much. But I just think it
1: like business is so simple. Like you have your mission of like what you want to create and what you really stand for, and then you have to be clear on who are you actually serving. How am I serving them? How am I going to go above and beyond to allow to, to, allow, to delight and wow them? And you go there. And how am I going to get in front of them? And if you can do that, if you can stay really centered and clear on where what your mission is and who your audience are, and if you can cr- keep creating things that are going to add value and to wow them, and you keep getting in front of them, you're going to grow. Like it's that simple. It, it's just that it doesn't ever feel that simple when you're in the middle of it, um, which is why I feel like the to ultimate success is mindset and the way you, uh, you know, conditioning yourself for success. Um, because ultimately it's about keeping on going. If you can do all those things on rinse and repeat, yeah, at first it's going to be a bloody mess, but uh, you know, you have got to keep going with it, keep experimenting. Um, and you know, I had a quote on my wall that says successful people hang on when everyone else has let go. And I think that's the true key. It's like, you've got to hang on and, and all about mindset and who you are as a person. Um, but if you throw all those things in the mix, I just feel like success is anyone's for the taking. You can't not grow. So I love it's that. It's simple,
0: really. <laughs> I feel like it's simple, really. Well, I. Um, I would love it if you would share just a little, little something about the book, about like when it's coming out. I I already pre-ordered it, but I'm I'm very excited, Aww. so excited for you. And I would, you know, I would, I would just love, you know, the listeners to also go out and get it as well. So what what is happening Tell us about the book. Name when it's coming out. What's your kind of? Yeah. Huh? Uh, so okay. Also,
1: the um, it's called She Means Business, Turn Your Ideas Into Reality and Become a Wildly Successful Entrepreneur. And it's being released on the 21st of February. And um, I'm so excited. It's just all about the entrepreneur, the crazy entrepreneurial journey, the ups and downs and how how we can navigate our way and create the success, how we can condition, condition ourselves for success, how we can get out there and really show up for our dreams and put our businesses out there and have breakthroughs and really become unstoppable. So a little, a little bit of inspiration really, um, yeah. to have fired people up. But I'm <laughs> so excited for it. It's, it's been a, a dream, a, a long time coming.
0: Okay. So I may have to, if you're okay with it, I may have to, in the show notes, put the vlog where i feel like you were making tea you were writing the book you were just getting going like is that possible that that was one of the vlogs because i i feel like i watched you like make tea or something like that and then you were starting to write what when i was in the process of writing the book yeah yeah
1: I think there was a vlog that I put out there because I actually kept a video diary, uh, like a writing diary, because mm-hmm. I wanted to document it. Because I knew at some point that book would be that it would be published. Well, I'm gonna but find time this video felt, that's in my. Was, head. yeah, it's out there, and I'm gonna. I think I put some
0: snippets at the end. Yeah, of, the, of that vlog yeah. diary. I I wanna I wanna definitely share that because I just remember watching that and thinking, oh, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait. it's like I blinked and all of a sudden she's got a book, but it wasn't like that obviously you'd been working on it for a while. So yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, it's been so great chatting and, um, you know, obviously this is just a little piece of the puzzle for, you know, building your audience. But I think that the message is kind of loud and clear about focusing on one platform and kind of don't give up. You know, be really clear about your audience yeah. and just keep going. You know, keep looking for different ways. I'm going to use that word. Delow, delow delight, and wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the sham wow. I'm sorry, that's like a different, like a That's a, the sham wow. You know what that is? I have no idea. It's this weird <laughs> late night infomercial and it's like this like piece of cloth that's supposed to clean anything, but it's called the sham wow. But anyways, yeah. just see this is random. don't, don't let me talk anymore. Oh, funny. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but I love it. But thanks so much for jumping on and I am so excited. And this will by the way, if you're listening to this live, this is going or the day that it comes out, it's going to be the same week that the book is available. So go jump and get it. And I'll make sure I link to everything and link to you down in the show notes. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. If you'd like to check out Carrie's book, please head over to AnsamoyLove.com forward slash Carrie and make sure you follow her on Facebook at the Female Entrepreneur Association. She's going to be doing lots of fun stuff during her launch week and I am very proud to say that, that I'm involved in that in a small way. So I hope you do check her book out. I hope you go ch- check her out and tell her I sent you. You know, Carrie is one of those amazing people that if you're around for even just a second, you feel happier, lighter, inspired, and just ready to take action. And as a result of our conversation, our brief part of the conversation today, which was all about vlogging, Actually, after we recorded, I started my own vlog, so I can't wait to share that with you because it's my way of taking action on something that my guests suggest to me to do and pushes me to do, and I hope that you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed today. I know I did. If you are not subscribed yet to the podcast, make sure to head over to iTunes and click subscribe and review or rate this podcast. And As always, just let me know, reach out to me, hit, hit reply on my emails, go to my contact page and let me know what kind of content you want to hear, what you want to learn and how I can support you and all of your upcoming launches. Take care. And I will speak to you soon.